three, two, one, go. Before I introduce this podcast, I asked David to introduce himself there a second ago, and he literally sounded <laughs> Hello like... Hello, everybody. No, he sounded like Super Mario, cross between Super Mario and Bora. Okay, here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our very first podcast, 10 Down with Terry and David. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a thing. Every time you introduce, I have a different, la- different, a different language. accent. Different accent. Hello, everybody. So this is our brand new podcast that we decided to do before Christmas. Um, we've, we've been, been talking about it for a long time. Yeah, Everyone's telling time. us about it for a long time. And now... We've been trying to do it for a long time. Podcasts are no joke. They're not easy. We've been together for 10 years. And in those 10 years, we have done so much. This is Nine Home Dave. He's lived in nine homes. I didn't know where you were going with that. (laughs) (laughs) We've lived in, well, between us, eight eight different homes. Yeah, so I've lived in one more house than you. (laughs) And apparently that makes me what? Nine Home Dave. (laughs) This is basically a podcast where we're going to be talking about life, as I said, everyday life, travel, living abroad, supporting each other through difficult times such as grief. And also we're going to talk about getting engaged, getting married. We're going to talk about the wedding that I organized while I was living in Australia. Next one, please. David, because I'm not getting into it. That's a that's that's take that will take three podcasts to explain. <laughs> Do you know our previous wedding planners still call David Groomzilla because he was that person? Anyway, we're going to talk about moving three back podcasts. home, Go moving on. back home from Australia, changing careers, lockdown together, adopting our little dog Jake, making friends, pregnancy, life online. And how difficult that can be. Ups and, and downs. Yeah, ups and downs that go with that. Becoming parents and plans and dreams for the future. Okay, so we're a little bit nervous. So we said we would start off the first podcast with something that we're really comfortable talking about. Q&A. <laughs> gin and tonic. Gin and tonic. <laughs> um, we're not so going to talk about gin and tonics yet. Not yet. But we said we would talk about travel. So I'm going to ask David three questions and he's going to ask me three questions. I might actually get you to start because you need to do more talking. That wasn't part of the deal. <laughs> Tell us your your funniest memory of travel so far. Okay, I think probably the first thing that springs to mind definitely has to be in the Bahamas. When So when by the way, when we were traveling, we were backpacking. So when we stayed in the Bahamas, we stayed in... Queenstown I think it was called it was like this little town and it wasn't actually in the heart of the Bahamas mm-hmm. it was just cheap and cheerful it was, a, it was the basically the dock the marina of where all the big cruise ships came yes. in yes so the cruise ships come in and then they leave that night and then it goes dead like so it's like really lively during the day when they when they dock in but then it like dies a death <laughs> but we were like kind of traveling up to the main part of of um of the Bahamas so anyway we're staying in this like dingy little hotel and the shower was absolutely oh, crap. Not this story. Not this story, please. <laughs> it was so bad. The Out shower was the so bad. And this. David kept asking them. He was like, can you fix the shower? Can you fix the shower? And then anyway, he ran the shower. He got into the shower and I was sitting on the bed and there was a knock on the door. And I opened the door and there was this really, really tall Caribbean man standing there with a toolbox and he was like, shower. And I said, yeah, I, my, my boyfriend's in the shower, but I don't think he spoke... Like I don't he think he understood. Well, I don't think he understood exactly I what was, I said. I was bathing myself in the shower, and he just—I think he heard yeah in the shower, and he just like barged by me, and there was a split second where I could have stopped him from going in. I was like, do you know what? <laughs> you knew what you were doing. <laughs> I'm just gonna let him go in. So <laughs> he opened the door, and he thought the shower was just running, and David thought it was me, so he like wiped 
the, the glass obviously the glass was all fogged i heard the door open i thought it was terry coming in so i'm like wiping the glass and i just like what the he was fuck like, is that like this figure i was like and a young man had his head down like at the till box and i never the words never even got to come out of my mouth quick enough and he just turned around and slid the door and i was open just open i was just standing there going starkers <laughs> i was like mate come on the fuck but the two of them screamed we both screamed screen. at the same time and then can i tell one more funny story so there was all right go on <laughs> but like when i say i was on my knees howling like howling david's like why did you let him come in and he like the man literally ran and he didn't come back so the shower was like back for the rest of the trip <laughs> but another funny story that i have is um we were in tamanagara which is the oldest rainforest oh no this is in gone. the world and it's in malaysia so me and David, we travelled around Malaysia when we were, when we, I think we were only together about seven months, aren't we? And I dragged mm. you. My ma, basically, at the time was like, this woman is a f- is an absolute freak, but I love her. Go with it. <laughs> seven months together and she was like, take all your holidays at once because people take, you know, stand, normal people will get four weeks a year. I was and like, oh, was yeah, like, take them all together. Can you just go and ask your boss, can you take them like all together, back to back? <laughs> oh, God. So anyway, we went to Malaysia and... This forest there was like these huts that we were staying in, and every single night there was, we thought there was monkeys on the roof because all we could hear. And was, there was monkeys in the yeah, trees. There was like. monkeys everywhere, but we thought every night at the same time there was like monkeys running around on top, and we were like, oh, listen to the monkeys because we could hear squeaking. And then one night in the middle of the night at two o'clock in the morning, I get up and I dragged David like out of the bed. I was like, the monkeys are in the room. They're rolling around the floor, and he was like, they're not. And he got up and walked around the the, the little hut, and he was like, there's no monkeys and there was, in here. It was it had. It had very little light. Like you'd yeah. press a, like a button and it'd be like this tiny little <laughs> lamp up in the corner would come on. It's like, how the fuck are you supposed to see anything? But you could hear and see them. Like you could hear them moving. So I'm like going around the room. I'm going, I swear I could hear monkeys rolling around the floor. And he was like, you're you're off your head. Like anyway, we put me back to sleep. And then, <laughs> sound like a babe, put me back to sleep. But we went back to sleep. And then the following night I was in the shower. And I'm there, you know, having a nice little relaxing shower. And David comes in. He's like, um... You need to come uh, see yeah, us. Like, yeah, we have a problem. So we have a problem. Terry was, uh, Terry was, uh, as she said, was in the shower, and the monkeys were at it again. I was watching TV. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking find out where these are. So I pulled like a, the little bedside locker up, and if you can imagine, there was like a. Um, you you stood on the bedside. I stood on the locker. bedside locker to get up in like it was it was all like it was, it was a like ledge. a timber frame a hut. So there was a ledge that had like a, a like a LED light beam going around it. Anyway, so uh, around the top, around the top. So I was like looking roof. over to see like what was going on, and I couldn't believe what I seen. There was, I'm talking. These are like Bengalian tigers. Fucking there was <laughs> Bengalian tigers. <laughs> these, these were the biggest, biggest rats, rats I've ever you fucking seen. Ever like they're in the jungle. Like I mean, I they they, they look like dogs. They were like dogs. They were huge. They so like David dogs. pulled me out of shower, and I like I'm not afraid of. I'm not afraid of anything. David's afraid of goats. Just one out there. David is terrified of goats. Goats are the devil. He's, they look like a devil. The devil I brought him to a farm before. <laughs> I brought him to a farm before and I stood with a load of goats standing around me and he I was have, running. I have me. zero fear of any... Well, you, come when I come home, that's the fear <laughs> of, of what you've done to the house. But I have no. I don't have any fear of animals, or creatures, or snakes, spiders, whatever. But goats... <laughs> I'm gone. We want to get a house with loads of land, and I keep telling me we're going to get a, a goat called Jerry and Paddy. And he's like, No, we're not. Anyway, so there's not many things that I'm afraid of. And 
I I couldn't believe the size of these rats, and all I could think was we were going to get sick from these. So I rang I rang down to the reception. He's like, and there's says, rats, there's like, rats. We have rats. He's like, ah, no, no, you must have mice. Mouse. Like, no, rats, come down and get these. So your man comes along in his little scooter. He's on. He's like a little quad boy. Comes along like through the jungle, and he's like, uh, he, I open the door and he's holding this cage like or this little like mouse trap. The it's size tiny. Of, the size no, of it was a, like a, a box. S- the size of a Kerry bottle. He just stood there and he was like, mouse. And mouse. we were like, no, we need a bigger bow. We need a bigger bow. Come back. So that was that was really funny because in hindsight we laughed, right? But on so he moved us up to another villa. Another villa, another hut. These things were huts in the middle of the jungle. And we were sitting there. We were in shock at the size of the rats. Like we were like, I can't believe we thought they were fecking monkeys. The, the rats must have been rolling around the floor at night time. And I was they like, they're monkeys. Around the we were just like they were killing each other. Sorry, they roll over. Sorry, it's fine. Just catch the black death. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we were sitting there. We were like, "Jeez, the size of them!" And all we heard was bzzba, bzzba. And we were like, "Oh, say? what the? What's I, what sound did they make? Bzzba, bzzba. What <laughs> creature makes bzzba? You know You've never made about. that sound before. You know, you're gonna know what I'm talking about. So anyway, we looked up, and when I say there was a beetle. <laughs> The size of a golf ball <laughs> flying around the room and crashing into the curtain, right? So it's like, David, get that fucking thing out, right? <laughs> so he was like, right. So he went over and got a bowl and stood on the bed, right? And I jumped underneath the covers because I was like, I can't, I can't watch, I can't watch, right? Closer and closer to this beetle and edging closer. And I'm underneath the covers, like looking, like my eyes literally peeping out. And David goes to put the bowl over the creature. And just as he goes to do it, it spreads its wings and I scream. You screamed so loud that I thought that that <laughs> creature was making that sound and I left. I I fucking levitated to the other side of the room. The <laughs> ball was dropped. <laughs> it was perfect timing. Oh I was traumatized from the rats. I'll never forget I was traumatized. It. I was a little bit on edge. Your favourite spot to travel and why? So Philippines, because the people, the culture, the scenery, the food, the the crack that we had there. Mm. Like we, me and David booked the Four Seasons, inverted commas, for the Philippines. We and stayed I think when we got there, the, door, the actual sign on the, the door said the Seasons 4. We went to... Um, <laughs> I was like, that's not what they fucking said on the, on the website. We arrived at the It's not even talk. the same building. These pictures, are, like it's a different color. It's a different shape. We arrived in it, so we basically flew to Manila, Manila to Palawan, and then we got a a six, six hour, hour bus. No, when I say yeah, bus, it, it was, was a seven seater. Ta- it was like a it taxi. Was disgraceful what we went to El Nido in. It was like and it was a seven seater with probably ten people. Twi- ten it. people. There was a guy on a surfboard asleep on a surfboard, like inside the car. Inside the car over people over us. Like, do you remember when we were on our way to El Nido and we were absolutely wrecked? We were after traveling from we got. We were traveling from, I think Bali, or Th- no, no Singapore. It was Singapore. Bali. We're going back. No, it was Singapore. So, and then there was the ash cloud, so we oh, got yeah. stranded, and yeah, we yeah. met two girls. Anyway, we were absolutely exhausted, so we're in this like bus taxi, and our heads are wobbling. You know, when you're asleep, and like there's no, it was all dirt roads, like it wasn't like motorways. Mm-hmm. So we're both like wrecked, and then we're going along, and next thing you know, I wake up to screaming. And I was like, yeah, what the hell? To, we'd come to it, like it, it was a, a checkpoint. Stop. And all these Philippine people started dragging us out of the car. And we were like, what the hell? They were like, and there was, the cops were there. They the were cops. Like, they were like, the, the do bed. you have mangoes? Do you have mangoes? We we're like, no, we have no mangoes. No mangoes. 
like I thought I thought mangoes was something else I was like what and they were like going maybe to they're bags. calling class A drugs mango now mangoes we were like no mangoes <laughs> but like everyone was just screaming about mangoes and like uh, like obviously all the foreigners like us we were like what the hell is going on the taxi driver was just standing there casually having a cigarette watching us all get like stripped apart but there was anyway there was this huge um, outbreak of a bacteria that was killing all the mango trees they wanted to make sure that wasn't making its, its way the, from the south of the island to the north or something or wherever no, it, was it was from mainland so was, anyway like the, it was just making sure that there was no mangoes coming in but we were so confused but yeah the Philippines we stayed at the Four Seasons and we absolutely hated it it was re- like it was like uh, we got scammed basically it wasn't the Four Seasons that's its own own story in itself. <laughs> sorry and we went to um, we went to a beach where there was like you know a lot of westerners there and we got chatting to a guy called Jack who you probably all know He's Jackie Owens Jackie Owens <laughs> if you're listening we love you Jack Jackie. he ended up emceeing her wedding like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> we met him on the beach in the no better person <laughs> oh amazing that's his, new, that's his new job because he emceed Alan's <laughs> he wedding as well not. he did he did yeah. tell me that yeah anyways we met our friend Jack and we like we obviously met him there and then and he was telling us about the hostel so we went up and we stayed in we we went up to check can out you remember the free the spaghetti. The oh, I can. I'm, Jeez, I can I, see I it's black and white. Thinking that you would be able to. Now I can't. I can't even. Anyway, I'll find out. Um, but we basically went up because they did free spaghetti and we had the free spaghetti and there was loads of people like our age in the. It's just a great like it was a good vibe, great atmosphere, and everyone was like at within our age group and they're all there for the right reason. Yeah, it was basically it was, a it was just a hostel and there was just people in bunk beds and all. So we. We were like, yeah, feck it. So me and David checked into a hostel and there was nine people in our room, hmm. nine bunk beds. And we had We stayed ball. in bigger dorms than that, I think. Yeah, we did. We just had the absolute crack. Like we met amazing people. We met like Americans, Canadians, um, English people. Like we bumped into our friend um, that we met, Paul. Uh, we met an English guy and we bumped into him like a Red year later. Paul. <laughs> Red baseball. <laughs> every time we Paul drinks, drink, uh, we drank red horse. It was every a time beer. we drank a beer, like his blood pressure would go so high that his face turned into a tomato. I'd be like really be like, concerned. Like, you need to go to the hospital. Like, no, nah, it's okay. If I drink more, it goes. It goes. It goes I made less. him set up an. In- remember, he had no Instagram account, and I set up an Instagram account called Half Glass Half, half Full. Glass Paul. No, a glass half full, Paul. Oh, yeah. And he still has it. Or Paul, half glass it's full. still the same. Still the same, yeah. Like eight years later. But anyway, we, we just had the crack. We made ama- we met amazing people. We went out, the scenery, the water. But that's, all, oh that's my what it's God. all about with travel. Do you remember the song Jack made up because the fish were biting him? Yeah, fish, fish attack. attack. Why are you always attacking Kyle and Jack? Jack. <laughs> I didn't know the words, but I know the song. <laughs> Oh god. Um, yeah, that's that's my I'm going to say that's my favorite place. I've got loads of favorites. Look, come here. I feel like you can't pick one. I've got favorites in Asia, which would be the Philippines. I've got, you know, a favorite place in Australia. Mm-hmm. I've got Europe, a favorite place in Europe. I've got a favorite place, you know, in the Caribbean. Like mm-hmm. there's there's all different places like that we've been to that I can't not mention, you know. My dream is to is to people might think I'm crazy. See killer whales in the world. Is to swim with killer whales. Yeah, you can do that on your own, Paul. In the world. When Sydney's 18. Why does it have to be when she's 18? I'm gonna need you until she's not. On her 18th birthday. Here you go. This does. <laughs> so w- when she turns 18, it's like yeah, your dad doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> you, you can fend for yourself. Okay, so where was your favorite place to dive? Oh, gee, Paris. 
David gets Terry, very excited talking Terry, about the war. If any people could see Terry's face when I did that. No, I've right. told him to try not to be weird on this podcast. I'm no. just trying to be myself. Favourite place to dive? Mm. Uh, it would definitely be the Philippines. Yeah. To, do- to dive in the Philippines. Mm. Uh, Fiji would be the best place to snorkel or free dive. Um, we did our diving license in, well, we got our diving license in... Coteo. Coteo. We did, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we went on to dive then around the world. We went diving in the Philippines. We dived in on the Great Barrier Reef. Hawaii. We, Pearl Harbor. Hawaii. Um, it wasn't on Pearl Harbor. It was just outside. We dived at, at a World War Two plane. We went down 100 feet. Now, me and David had our diving license to 40 feet. And... I remember... Sorry for cutting across. I remember booking, booking it. Yeah. And the girl came back to me and said, um, look, there's a, a two free slots tomorrow for a dive. If you're up for it, uh, it's a hundred feet uh, wreck dive. And I remember responding back to her and saying, is we, okay? we only have a license to 40 feet. Yeah. And is that okay? And, and she, she like, said, no, there's diving. There's going to be uh, guys there, which are, you know, the guides, they'll look, everything will be fine, blah, blah, blah. But it's America and we signed a waiver and, they and took our care. life into our own hands. <laughs> um, and yeah, so and just it was just by our luck that particular day the, the currents were quite horrendous. rough. Yeah, like, like it was the, I knew by you as you were going out in the boat, I was like I was unsure of it anyway. I I, I knew like a hundred feet. I, I'm really sensitive to certain things, like so I knew I like as in I've dived at forty feet loads of times before that because we did quite a lot of dives around Asia and things and we dived on the Great Barrier Reef. And I kind of knew what my capacity would be, but I was going along with it because I wanted to, to push myself and do see the wreck. Like I wanted to see the plane and mm. say that I went down to a World War II plane. But the problem was, was that the water was choppy. So everybody descended really, really quickly around me. Like, mm. so we all dived into the water and then you get your regulator and um, you like deflate your jacket so you go down with the weights. And I just didn't feel safe from the get go and everybody start going down really mm. quick and it was all men. Mm. So I was trying to keep up with all of you and bearing in mind, I'm a lot smaller than I was a lot smaller than all of you. Mm-hmm. So I went into nitrogen narcosis when I got down to the plane, which is like slang for it would be called narked. So it's basically when nitrogen builds up in your bloodstream and you basically feel drunk and you hallucinate. And I got to the bottom and my heart started racing. That was the first thing. And I was like, oh, Jesus, what the hell is going on with me? And then I looked at the plane. I thought the plane was moving. And then I looked at my guide who was miles away from me. Hmm. He should have been beside me. He should have. Um, he was. But we got separated descending. Hmm. And I looked at him and his eyes were like, one eye was up on his temple and one eye was down. <laughs> on his face. He actually he looked like, like that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like the Goonies. And I wave, remember I did the, the signal for something's wrong mm. and he came straight over to me and then I got it into my head that he was trying to kill me. So me and him had like is what happened? Like, a boxing I remember match. I was, I, thought I, was trying to kill the, me. I was quite far down. You were narked as well. And I was looking up and I could see that you were struggling and I was like, I, what in the I thought fuck I could breathe in the water. I took out my regulator at a hundred feet. I thought he was trying to drown me. I was hitting him like it was chaotic. And then he was like trying to get me to stop shooting up to the top because you can get the bends, which is basically mm. when nitrogen doesn't like dissolve quick enough in your bloodstream and it ends up in your joints and you end up with bubbles. And anyway, we he uh, had to keep me like literally hold on to me at the safety stops. Mm. And 
he he did it fair play to him he held me down and then obviously I started to like come around when I got mm. to the top I just remember getting to the top and bawling my lamps out got onto the boat and I was like I am never diving again I am never going down like that is it I'm never going down mm. it was a, and that then, was a bad experience and I was I was you, gutted for you because I knew that yeah. we both loved it loved it but you came up then and David had developed mask squeeze so you're going down with your goggles on but yeah, you equalize it. So you basically like pull the mask out, blow some air into it. Like does it when you do your diving license and your diving training, like you, you learn how to do that underneath the water. Like mm-hmm. you can take the mask off and everything. But so David's eyes were essentially being sucked out of his sockets and he Without developed even known. But he had nitrogen narcosis as well, but he didn't realise mm-hmm. at the bottom. It was only when he came up, he was like, Oh fuck, I was feeling all those feelings as well. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, My hair was racing, I thought everybody was the goonies, the plane was taking off, he was trying to kill me, and David was like, Jeez, I was having some mad thoughts as well. Because <laughs> I remember so You just sounded like I was Dougal that time. <laughs> Jesus Ted, I was having some mad thoughts <laughs> as well. Ah <laughs> oh, Jesus. Do you want ten slices or eight Ted? Ah, ah geez, Jesus, I couldn't, eat eight. <laughs> I couldn't eat ten. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway he came up to his eyes were as red as the I devil's remember. dick <laughs> so to go back to halfway through it so when my mask was giving me issues i signaled to my uh, dive partner to come over and i was saying i'm having issues with the mask basically so uh the last time i had to take off my mask underwater was mm. when i was doing my training mm. in six feet of water so i'm 100 feet and he was like signaled to take the mask off so to take the mask off at the bottom of the ocean give it to him he gave me his mask and then i done my little bit of a dive around the plane didn't get to see the ear i remember looking at you and instead of like you know when you're diving you're like horizontal to the sand david was standing straight that's what you're supposed no, to no you weren't what do you mean that's what you're supposed to david was just standing straight because he was narked and he didn't know that he was like <laughs> supposed to be horizontal he was just but standing i had my buoyancy there. perfect i was able you to stand you were standing <laughs> Like a creep at the bottom of the ocean. the ocean. With your eyes being sucked out of your head. Ariel's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah, the mask had a little hole, like, <clears throat> pe- like a pin-size hole well, in it. David, anyway, the reason why I'm telling you is this, because another funny story, one more funny story, was David... We went from there to Jamaica. We, we went, no, we went from there to the Caribbean, and by the time we got to Jamaica, David's eyes still hadn't cleared up, so it was like three three weeks later and your eyes were still like, like raw. It was like, like it was like i was wearing um it was like you rubbed soap into his eyes every like morning. uh like red contact lenses but they were uh, not only my pupils my entire eyeball was yeah. everything was just it red like the devil and when we were in jamaica everyone kept running away from us like we'd walk in somewhere and they'd be like ah! and they'd be like jumping back and and like wouldn't come over to us and then we they eventually still do that but <laughs> 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 well, we eventually went to this like place for food we were getting some plantain and fish Ooh, i know it rice so tasty. good and the guy was like oh you know you're, gonna, you're about to put on an australian accent no, I, wasn't, I, can't like, do ah, it I got it i got a solution for that <laughs> you just spoke parrot david parrot yeah anyway so, anyway, we, so we this, figured out that there was, chap, an, uh, Jamaica, there was an on. outbreak of pink eye Mm-hmm. In Jamaica, and everyone you thought... You were farting on my pillow. David thought, <laughs> everyone thought I was farting on David's pillow. Okay, next question. Where's your favourite place and why? Uh, favourite place? Uh, <coughs> I think Jamaica. Why? Because uh, same answers that you gave for the Philippines. The people, the culture. Oh, the people the are s- just The gorgeous, scenery, yeah. the water. Oh, my God. Like, we were yeah. lucky enough to be staying at a location, like the, um, the, the Five Rock... No, no, the f- Five Rock, rock, rock is scary. Shout out to Five Rock is scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, rock, house. rock House Hotel. And it was like 
if anyone has been there or seen it, it's like little huts on the edge, edge of the of water. And each hut has its own little like step ladder down into the ocean. And it's really, really calm, a little cove. And there's loads and loads, loads of fish. Loads of celebs stay loads there. Of, um, loads of celebs. Like we, mm. we seen that Kendall Jenner had been there. Um, Emily Ratterge. Emily Ratterge. Pity we didn't Rattig book her when Emma was there. <laughs> Why? Because I could have just took a photo of her. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Rita Ora, she was actually there when we were there and she was so sound. She was sound. She was lovely. But yeah, we had a, we had a great time there. And one thing travel has taught you. Um, that life is very fucking short. Definitely. Mm. Take it all in while you can. Yeah. 100%. Been saying that to you since I met you. You're still telling me. <laughs> like next week you'll go... Do you want to go out for dinner? And I'm like, yeah. And then you'd be extra nice to me. Like there's <laughs> something up. She's either booking a trip with her mates, which I've never <laughs> had an issue with. No, ever, hold on. I need to clear something up. You right? were going to turn around to me and go with a whole fucking spreadsheet of a bulletproof no. or bulletproof bullet point uh, presentation of where this destination is that we need to go to. You never, you never stopped me. The only time you've ever stopped me was I wanted to move to Canada this year and David just put his foot down. He was like, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah, because, come here, I'd, I'd go to Canada and I'd, I'd make mm. the most of it and I'd enjoy it. But you can't stand the cold. Yeah, but I wanted to go, over, you to know I wanted to go over to experience it. It, and bring oh, it would be an experience. It's minus 25 months. at the moment ah, in Canada. Over. Six so feet of fucking snow. You'd, you'd be in the Frozen movie. <laughs> Big summer <laughs> blowout. <laughs> the blight doesn't meet the man. <laughs> oh my God, can you tell our parents watching fucking Frozen? Um, so yeah, we've. We, that's definitely something that I've always said to you is life is short. And if for anybody that's listening and you're thinking about travel, traveling and you're putting on the long finger, go and do it mm. as soon as you can. Uh, sorry, I met a lot of people in Australia, lads, Australian lads mm. that have never ever been outside of Australia I know now I know Australia it's hard it's to travel it is, from Australia David and that's part of the reason we moved home was because I found it so difficult to travel from Australia because mm. it's so far away from everything like you'd get on a flight in Australia and six hours later you're still in bloody Australia like mm. if you're going you know towards the, the Middle the East and flights were expensive and they're so expensive so like we're if you're listening to this and you're in Ireland we're so lucky to be where we are and that was something that I realised when I was in Australia was that you know we're so lucky in Ireland because you've got America on one side and you've got Europe on the other mm. and you can travel so easily to each to each one mm. um, not so easily but you know what I mean like it's a lot easier to get to and you get on a plane from Ireland to Europe like within two hours and mm. there's a different language there's a different culture there's a different history and mm-hmm. I miss that so much when mm. I was in Australia my 20s were definitely about getting as far away from Ireland as I possibly could like I dragged you everywhere like mm. Malaysia Asia we went around the world we went to the Caribbean and then and then I was dragging you to stay to in stay Australia, in Australia. Yeah. but I was like no I'm, I'm people, done now people I'm sure people would have thought mm. that it was you keeping me no, there but no, it was no, the no. other way I was mm. I used that as my uh, it, uh, my own escape. Yeah, your escape. I used to ho- that was, I hid in Australia. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. if you are listening and you're thinking about traveling, go for it. Do it. Don't 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 leave it on the long finger because you never know when something will change. You never mm. know what can happen in the space of six months. If you have the means to do it, go for it. And mm. if you're thinking about going to Australia and you're thinking about going on a one way flight, you know, through 
through Southeast Asia, absolutely mm. go with it. Grab it with two hands and go, go, go. It's only going to get more expensive. It is, it is. It's definitely going to get more ex- expensive. And I always say today, but I'd rather have experiences over things. Like, mm. absolutely. I would spend, and I have spent mm. my very last penny on travel, and it's always been the right decision. That's and it's kind of sounds amazing. like my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, David like, always gets his like, savings like, to a certain I point. I save my point, and I'm like, oh, I feel great now. And Taylor will be like, presentation hold on i need to clear something up though i am not spending your money i i'm spending my own money you no you're spending that on yourself and i'm spending my money yeah, on but myself i'm not gonna let you go because then i'm gonna miss out on all the fun <laughs> he makes it out like i go oh you've loads of money let's go spend it yes you do <laughs> oh i don't <laughs> spend not it on me. travel you spend it on yourself go and travel but anyway okay. so but yeah if you're listening and you're thinking of doing it this is your sign to go life is short experiences over things mm-hmm. It's the most incredible thing that you'll ever do. Travel is one thing that you spend your money on and it'll make you richer. You meet the most amazing people. I'm so I'm so glad that we did what we did when mm-hmm. we when we did. And, and it I'm doesn't like we've done so much travel, but not to the scale of what we like there's so much to see. So much to see and you know it's it doesn't matter how old Sydney you are, just get us. out and do it. Yeah, and having Sydney with us, like even these little trips like going away to Europe, like Sydney's been to Europe quite a few times, even those little trips, like the trips to the beach, her sitting in restaurants, hearing different languages, mm. just experiencing different things is so important to me and it's something that I plan to do with her for the rest of her life. Right, Terry. Yeah. Let's address the elephant in the room. <laughs> Hello, David. <laughs> <laughs> or as Sydney says, elephant. I should say elephant. Right, <laughs> elephant in the room. What did you get me for Easter? What, what, what did you get me for Easter? Say yeah, over the Easter. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the Easter. Right, stop changing the subject. <laughs> what did you get me for Easter? What did I get you for Easter? What did you get for me the past ten years for Easter? Me. You got me. I'm here. Oh I'm my the Jesus. Best <laughs> oh my <kid>. Jesus. <laughs> right, I'll tell you what you got me for Easter. Nothing. Right. Nothing. And what did I get you? What did I get you, Freestyle? Actually, if anybody's listening, do you buy buy your boyfriend or or husband husband an Easter egg? No, I'm talking about lads. Like, but there there should be no difference. But I just like David. I know you wouldn't eat it, David. Or David. First of all, David doesn't eat dairy, so like I'd have to get him a dark chocolate egg. Oh God, forbid you have to get. But you wouldn't eat it. But if you got me like a a dark chocolate bar. I it's did chocolate. get you a dark chocolate bar. I get you a dark chocolate bar every week or every like time I go to the shop. I Which get is you. once a month. <laughs> <laughs> and you always get me the wrong fucking one. What, what ones do you like, actually? You keep buying me the one that's the uh, sea, one. Sa- sea salt. Like, I love the ocean, but I don't like fucking eating it. <laughs> <laughs> like, the and, I keep, and I try my best to be as nice as possible. I go, right, okay. Terry, that's not the one that I like, but I well, still eat it. What do you it. like? But if it's you and I get you the wrong chocolate bar... Like, I might as well be sleeping in the fucking shed. What did you get me, David? What Easter egg did you get? So I gave David two weeks' notice before Easter, right? Do you want to have a row? I gave him two weeks' notice. I was like, what do you... I want an Easter egg off you this year because he always gets me the scaldiest Easter eggs. Scaldiest ones, like, that are just left, that nobody wants. David always gets me them, so I, I was warning no, him. No, hold on a second. Let me, let me finish. Saturday, so it was Easter Sunday. Saturday evening, you were putting the baby to bed, and I texted you. Sorry, you texted me and said, have you gone to the shop? Yeah, because like, you yeah. were gone ages. And you were like, are you going to get me an Easter egg? I was like, yeah. 
And so, I said, so, so oh, you on. left it until Saturday but night. It doesn't matter. You never left it till anything because it's Easter. now. It's but at least now. you know what to expect. Like I, like you don't ask me. I asked you for an egg. But the fact that you have to ask. Yeah, I know. I know. Scarlet, but I'm still gone. I have to, get to actually one. ask for something. Right. You should. You should already know that. Like, okay, Easter's coming. I better pick her up an egg and I'll hide it and I'll have it there ready. No, no, no. That's You'd not. You sniff it out. Do you remember? Did you ever used to eat the backs of Easter eggs? Like your mom would have like your Easter egg. And then I was never allowed to have chocolate as a kid. Are you know you were <laughs> deprived, David. David wasn't allowed. We couldn't pay our electricity bill. No, <laughs> I need to tell the story. <laughs> David wasn't allowed to watch. You know the part in Matilda when Bruce Bogtrotter. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Bruce Bogtrotter is eating the chocolate cake. Bruce, 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 Bruce. Bruce. And Cookie Remember? made a big horrible kick with her blood, sweat and tears. David wasn't allowed to watch that part. I <laughs> used to come in and just turn it off. Why? Because, I don't know, it's like we were all afraid of it. <laughs> and then the part as well when uh, Miss Trumpa was chasing... Remember, Matilda broke into her house? Yeah. And she... She Mr. sniffed she her came, out. No, she came home and she's like... Obviously sniffed her out. <laughs> but yeah... Why? Why were you... Actually, as a child. Why weren't you allowed to watch that part? I don't though? fucking know, Terry. Oh my god! I don't think I've ever watched that movie like from start to finish because we cookie just and kept then cutting cookie it off. Mad come in and go panically turn off the TV <laughs> at that point. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. Do you know? Like I used to love that part. You were deprived. I was. Well, come here. Listen. I want <laughs> I need people to listen to what happened to me at the night. Well, not what happened to me, but it's just a standard procedure with you. Okay, go on. So you text me as I was en route. I had done. Sorry, we should have called this podcast the counselling session. We, uh, sorry, I had already gone to Super Value. There was nothing there. I went to Tesco, nothing there. So I, I was on my route down to Aldi or Lidl. And I I made a mistake. <laughs> I text you back and says, I'm on my way to Lidl. And you're like, don't you fucking go to Lidl and buy me an Easter egg. You <laughs> don't do Nestle and they don't do Cadbury's. And that's all I want. Cadbury's is and all I, was I like, want. Cheek of her. An Easter egg is an Easter egg. No, David, they're scaldy Easter eggs, the ones that you get me. But it doesn't matter. So what did I get you in the end? You came in a with box flowers? Of no, flowers. A box of celebrations and a fucking seven pack of uh, Kid the Buenos. So your, all your favourite things. Went and bought another kitchen, which took four hours to put together. And Sydney walked in. She loved it. There was and blue all she, all mortar. All she does is still play with Woody and Buzz. There was blue murder putting that together. Bought, you could have just bought, you know, those ones that are like you can leave out in the garden, the plastic ones. No, no, that's I didn't wood. Want that's plastic. Wood. If that yeah, gets wet, it'll last. swell. What? It'll swell. Yeah. What is that marshmallow kitchen? It expands. David wasn't allowed to have marshmallows either. <laughs> Mars- a marshmallow kitchen. What the fuck is a marshmallow kitchen? <laughs> you said it's gonna expand. What well, expands and it's wet? It's like your fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay, I think we should wrap this up <laughs> for yeah, the because first it's, episode. Uh, my, my chair is getting closer to yours because I'm going to punch the head off. <laughs> <in a minute>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slowly shuttering my way over. Bruce Broadchatter is coming. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. Actually, David, tell us a nick. Uh, a nick? Yeah. Uh, when you, uh, you just <laughs> done it a few minutes ago. <sighs> when you, um, you know when you make yourself a cup of tea and you get the spoon and you go dip, 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 dip into the, into the, the cup to take the tea bag out. Yeah. But you take the tea bag out and walk across the room with it in your hand and just leave a trail of tea uh, like along the floor <laughs> and to the bin and then the bin is wet and sticky and yeah, screw it. Do you want to know my ick? You have a fucking, you have a list. Do you want to hear my ick? Go on. 
David stands at his legs too oh, close together. Don't. <laughs> you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On that note, we'll wrap up. <laughs> I think you in do. that one particular time, I might have been doing it because of the. No, stand- David, you do. Even you know, you know, when I first noticed it, we were on our second date, and we went to Super Value in Swords. Uh, and you were getting groceries because we were making something to eat in your house and you were standing in the queue. No, you made me feckin' quinoa or whatever it's called. And we were standing in a queue and you were standing with the basket and your legs were so close together. And I just remember that, being hold like... Hold on, that was on our second day. Yeah. When the ick didn't exist. No, it didn't, but now I can articulate what so I was feeling. Years. It so was now ick, 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 ick. <laughs> right, we're done. Everyone's finished listening. Nobody likes you anymore. They all like me. <laughs> Thank you to everybody for listening. And uh, the next episode will probably never come. <laughs> we have no time. <laughs> I have two kitchens to clean and two women to mind and, and my son, Jake. Right, God. Thanks so much for listening. And yeah, let us know if you enjoyed it. And we can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.